This is Coast and County Radio's Extra Time Podcast in association with Scarborough College and powered by Grundon Graphics. 97.4 FM, through the Vales, across the Moors and along the coast. Extra Time, sporting reviews and opinions from those in the know. Hello and welcome along to the latest edition of the Coast and County Radio Extra Time podcast with me, Andrew Snaith, speaking this time to the Whitby Town goalkeeper Shane Bland. And we always start off with the beginning of one's career, Shane. Uh, how did it all start out? Uh, I know you came through the academy at Middlesbrough. Um, I was I basically, um, obviously, when I started my when I started football, I was I was playing from the Formsby. I had two years there, and then uh, obviously under twelves, um, decided to move to Martin Football Club. And um, with Martin Football Club, it's it's still um, a very big part of my life. Um, being involved um, on the coaching side with the club, um, I've obviously managed to managed a manager team at the moment, and I've had them. You know, they're under fourteens now, and I've had them since under eights. Um, but with Martin. It just gave me a lot of opportunity. Um, you know, in that first season, I uh, I got a you know I got a I got a trial at Hartlepool, um, and I got a letter from Sunderland. So um, with Hartlepool, I went on the trial, um, and again, just very welcoming and wanted me straight away. And but you know, for being a being a long time you know Borough supporter, um, the dream was. You know, I wanted to play for Middlesbrough Football Club, and um, you know, I was I got invited to the the development centre, um, and then we um, played a game against the actual um, team at the time, um, the actual you know the our our ages our ages team at the uh, at the Riverside. So um, I think you know I, I I impressed then, and then went on to a six week trial. And and then from there, you know, managed to have you know, um, you know, seven, you know, six or seven years, you know, of, of playing for Middlesbrough Football Club, which was, you know, a massive part of my life. Fantastic. How old were you when uh, when Middlesbrough picked you up? So I was, you know, I was I was twelve at the time. Um. So and then I was twelve at the time, and then uh, joined that under thirteens. So. You know, it was it was like a month before my thirteenth birthday, and um, I, you know, I think I have, so. I'm I'm talking, so you're probably talking. I think it was like August two thousand and seven, I believe. So again, I mean, you know, it was a long time at a you know at a club what I've always supported. Um, you know, and it was a you know it was a shame that it all ended at eighteen, and obviously you know having so many years there, um, you know it it absolutely devastated me, but. You know, it's it's very important that you know footballers these days in academies um, always you know they always need to think that there's there's always different routes. You know, whether it's non-league, whether it's um, getting a trial somewhere else, whether it's dropping down a league. You know, there's there's so many opportunities. 
Yeah, it's interesting, actually. Obviously, yeah, end up having a, a similar sort of conversation with with most semi-pro players that we interview. That they they started out with a, a professional sides academy, and and then for whatever reason they find themselves playing non-league. And I, I remember Liam Shepherd saying that there needs to be more support for players when they drop out of these academies and um even if it's it's just in terms of of work options and and, and things like this and i think gelly made the same point as well um is there enough support for, for young players when, when these things happen i think there is now um obviously i don't really look into um academies at the moment um or or right now but um for me it was when I got released at 18, they had the, uh, they had the, the exit trials and that, that, that was about it. So basically teams from all over the country, whether it was non-league, whether it was league one, two championship, whatever it was, um, you know, you played one game. So, so basically you, you played one game and, um, you know, then you would have you would have so many you know so many teams picking who whoever they wanted, um, and for me it was, it was uh, there was one team who, who got in touch and uh, team it was Team Northumbria from the Northern League, so it wasn't the it wasn't the uh, the extra trial what I was expecting what what I was what I was really expecting, but um, I do feel that now that there's there is more support for players who are, you know who are leaving the pro game and. Um, and for me personally, my, the, the route what should, people should be looking at is, you know, no, the likes of you know the likes of you know what what level we're playing at, you know, in Whitby, and you know, there's so many teams in in these leagues now where you can make a you know you can make an you know an honest living and, and still doing what you love. Um, so it's not you know it's not just the football, but obviously you could go into coaching. Um, you can go into, you know, you can go into normal work um, and earn a trade or you can, you know, people can get into their own businesses. I know there's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of players who have came up the game and, and, and decided to, you know, get their own businesses, you know, up and running. Um, I mean, for me, for me, I, I was, I was quite lucky to, to get an opportunity of being a, you know, academy goalkeeper coach after I got released. Um after I did well in me level two coaching. So, you know, to have that opportunity to, to coach for Middlesbrough uh, was fantastic. It meant that I could go, you know, I could go and train, um, you know, I could go and train every, you know, nearly every single day uh, still um, and help the goalkeepers out there. Um, but yeah, it just, you know, it's with, with the, with, with the coaching side of things, it's, it, it opened a lot of doors for me after, after leaving Middlesbrough. Um, Permanently, um, like I said, obviously, you know, I got myself a Premier Player with Andy Collard, um, and now you know I'm in I'm in Middlesbrough College now. So it's, you know, it, it's opened a lot of doors. And you know, when I look back, do I re- really regret things? I, I don't think I do, because you know I, I can honestly say that, you know, it, it's it's all worked out for me. That's really interesting, actually. But, uh, that, that might that might come as a surprise to any any young professionals listening in. Um, you know, you're, you're more than happy with with how things have worked out. Um, so how did how did Whitby Town come about then from uh, from being at Middlesbrough? How did that happen? Uh, so basically, I had I had an agent when um, when I got released from Middlesbrough, and 
it was my first time having an agent. You know, I was 18. I was, you know, the typical, the typical, you know, player who wanted to be a professional footballer. Um, and like I said, I, you know, I signed with the agent. He got me, um, he got me a trial at Motherwell. Um, said I put myself in a good position. Didn't get back. Um, I went to Leeds for a week. I mean, Leeds was a, you know, a fantastic club. I mean, Leeds was a fantastic club. Um, you know, well looked. You know, well looked after. Um, obviously, being eighteen, you know, being eighteen year old, it was it was difficult staying in digs up there. You know, staying with people who you didn't really know. Um, you know, play. You know, train train with the likes of you know Calvin Phillips. You know, you train with the likes of Calvin Phillips, who was like a, you know, it was a it was a first team, it was a first team player now for Leeds and. An England international who played in the you know played in the Euros, so um, you know. And to <laughs> one of my uh, one of my highlights was you know meeting Neil Warnock. He was he, he got sacked um, during my time then. You know I was doing a foam roll in the gym, and he, you know as 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 Neil is, he just he comes up and just goes, "Excuse me, son. You know can you can you just get out for me for a minute, please? You know and just." Um, that was probably my highlight, but then I went to Blackburn, and um, Blackburn was disappointing. Um, like I said, I, I did the I did the training session, thought I did pretty well. Again, going in with going in with first team players, you know, going in with you know, um, Dunn, going in with Pedersen, um, you know, Paul Robinson was there at the time. Um, so, you know, it it was you know going into. Going into trials like I was was a was a was a learn, was a learning curve for me, but unfortunately Blackburn, you know, first session that they pulled me in, they said, um, you know, my physique wasn't the right the right thing they were looking for. That I was I was too small, so I ended up leaving that day. Um, and then the Whippy move came in where, you know, it it just you know it was it was basically like a last chance saloon really. Um, you know, Gisborough, Gisborough offered me a contract, but I wanted to. I still wanted to play a little bit higher. And then again, Whippy came in, so went on trial at Whippy, and you know, never looked back. Really, fantastic. Um, I was going to say, and obviously, um, you know, all these years on, um, still at Whippy. I think in a technically in a, a second spell with the Seasiders. Um, obviously, a club you, you feel at home at. Yeah, absolutely. I mean. You know what, whatever, whatever happens in my career, wherever, wherever I'm at Whitby, wherever I'm not at Whitby, whatever, whatever I'm doing, um, you know, Whitby will always be a, a club where I'll always feel at home. Um, you know, the 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 fan base, what we have, um, the support, the support we have, the the support I've had over the years has been immense. Um, to be, you know, that's some sort of fans' favourite. Gives you confidence, um, you know, and knowing that you know sometimes when you don't have that that good game, you know, you've always got the supporters back. So it's you know it's one of those where you know with Whitby, it's it, it's a fantastic club, and for any player coming out of the pro game, it's it's always a good. Um, I've always I've always felt like it's a good stepping stone again to get back into the professional game. So um, even though I'm probably you know. Even though I'm probably, you know, a bit too old, probably a bit too old now to go back to the professional game. You know, it's, you know, I'll always have that dream, but, you know, I'm just happy. I'm just happy where I am 
I'm happy playing my football and um you know and hopefully we can we can we can have a, a good last eleven games. Absolutely. Um I think it was was it Darren Williams that brought you in, Shane, originally? Yeah, it was. Um I remember obviously Daz brought me in. Um Dave, obviously David Campbell, Dennis was there. Um Bully just started. Um I think uh, Bully just started as a player, I believe. Um so yeah, they they brought me in and then I was, you know, I was on, on that first session, that first training session in pre-season. Um, you know, I was up against Mark Cook. Um at the time was a very, very, you know, quite an experienced goalkeeper. Um and Jack Norton. Um unfortunately Jack <laughs> Jack uh Jack lasted one session. Um which is, you know, typical from Jack. But uh yeah, you know, it was up to me and me and Mark Cook to to fight it out for the number one spot. And you know, I remember, you know, remember Daz picking me as a number one, um, and then had a bit of a bad spell, you know, which was which was always going to happen at eighteen. You know, obviously, play, first time playing men's football um, in a in a in a really good standard of league. Um, I, I mean, that year you had like the likes of Charlie, um, Fylde. Blythe Spartans, FC United. You had you had really big teams in there. I mean, obviously Charlie have been at the conference. Filed have filed have been up there. So it's you know it 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 was a tough league then. So managed to get obviously was getting dropped, and then I think it was after like four or five games I got put back in. So I think that's when it re- that's when it hit that I've got to be start you know I've got to start becoming a man, start becoming a you know, an, an, an adult. So, um, you know, never, like I said, never, never look back. You know, it's, it, it's been a fantastic club for us and, you know, long may it continue. Yeah, I was going to say, and you, you did have a spell um, signing elsewhere. You you had a, a spell with Spennymore and also in the in the Northern League. Um, just just your memories of, of, of that time. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's it's with with the spending mill move. Um, you know, I, I did feel that I wanted to go. You know, I felt that I could go and push on. Um, and I know that obviously, you know, would be um, didn't want to, you know, didn't want to get rid of us. Didn't want to, didn't want to sell me on, um, which was understandable. Um, so basically, I mean, I've, I've, this is probably the first time I've spoke about it, but. Um, you know, it's 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 one of them where I could probably say, you know, half of me forced to move myself. So whether whether it that was you know refusing to play, whether whether it was, um, you know, being on an injury and whatever, and I felt there was a time, obviously, even though you know at at this at the t- at the time, I didn't really feel it, but when I look on when I look on now. You know, it wasn't the, it wasn't the right choice. I should have stayed, um, because I I feel in the long run, it massively backfired on me. Um, obviously my spell at with uh, my spell at Spennymoor, which was which is a fantastic fantastic club by the way. It's it it's very professional. You know, it's it's exactly what you say on sit. You know what you say on the tin. It's a very professional club with with very high standards, um, well run. You know, great, 
you know, obviously it had Jensen Ainsley at the time. Um, you know, great owner, great chairman. Um, you know, and it, it, it was a great club to play for. Um, unfortunately, after I think it was seven games, um, I was out the side. And as a goalkeeper, it's, it, it was something what, what was new to me after playing four or five years with, with Whitby week in, week out. So it was it was it was a tough time, and then West Auckland came in, and um, it gave me a bit of more of a it gave me a, a new lease of life, really, um, with with West Auckland. I, I never thought I'd I'd be I'd play for the club. Never thought it, um, but in 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 hindsight, it was absolutely brilliant. I mean, we went on a on a really good FA FA Vars run, which I felt you know we massively underachieved there, um, as we. We we thought we were we were going to get the final, but we just you know we we massively came short. So loads of memories, but a lot of a lot of um, a lot of disappointment as well. Um, you know, I, I started to you know suffer from mental started to suffer from mental health. Um, started to think about the choices I've made um, in in obviously in my career at that point. So a lot of a lot of things. You know, it was going through my mind, and um, you know, again, loads of memories, but again, a lot of disappointments. Yeah, I'm, I appreciate you being so candid there, Shane, um, and honest about uh, about that time. I think it speaks volumes that uh, you know on your return to Whitby. I don't think any Whitby Town supporter has held any ill will towards you. I think they're all just delighted to have you back and. Um, felt a little bit like a homecoming. I, I don't know if that was the, the, the same experience you had. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, to be fair, at first, um, I was very, very surprised that I got the welcome back, you know, that I got. Um, because, you know, I did feel that a lot of a lot of fans did turn their backs on me. Um, I mean, you know, we're not, we're not, when you know, we're not stupid. We, we we see it on social media. We see comments, um, you know, we we see comments about, and you know, Whitby fans were probably rightly so to be angry of 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 my actions. So, you know, it's it's one of those where, you know, you see it all the time in the Premier League and you know, Championship and people, you know, refusing to play and you know, wanting the wanting the move and they want. Or it's 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 something got to do with money and stuff like that. But um, you know, f- for me to see those see those comments after being a fan's favourite was, you know, it, it did upset me. And you know, but it was it was totally understandable at the same time. But you know, to get the welcome back when I came back, it was it was absolutely amazing. Um, it was absolutely amazing, and it made me that you know. It, it made me want want to kick on again at, um, at this fantastic football club. Yeah, I was I was going to say, and here's an interesting one. Um, you're you're still only twenty seven. You're still still a young man, and and especially as a goalkeeper, it's it's not unusual to see goalkeepers playing beyond thirty five, thirty six. So you you could still have more than a decade in the game as a player. Uh, hopefully so. Um, do you know how many appearances you're on for Whitby Bus? You you must be. A, a good chance of breaking the record. So yeah, I mean, obviously, um, you know, the other month I made my 300th appearance. I mean, 
I know Steve Holiday put something out um, about uh, Roy making his 100th appearance on Saturday. Yeah. Um, and I believe that, he, you know, he, he tagged me in it and he put me down, at, I believe it's 313 appearances. That's right. So, yeah. you know, to go from, to go from three, you know, to, to go from 300 to then, to then look again and say, to, you know, to, to look again and see that you've made 313, you think, really, have I played, have I played 13 more games? And it, it's crazy how a season, I mean, this season's absolutely flew by. I mean, 11 games left. Um, finally, that we're going to, you know, it's, Finally, we're going to be finishing a full season after, you know, two, you know, two and two and a half years of of um, disappointment with uh, with COVID. So, you know, it's going to be nice to see, um, you know, the finish line of a of, of a full season. Um, and it'd be even better if we if we you know try and cement our place in the playoffs. Absolutely. I was going to say, can you imagine if those were two full seasons, you'd be over 350, I would have thought. <laughs> it's yeah, amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, two, two full free seasons. I'd probably be right near 400, if I'm honest. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. I mean, I mean you, you know, you, you don't, you don't count out, if you count out the two, you know, you count out the two, you know, the year and a half I was away as well. Yeah. You know, possibly 450, you know, so it's, it's one of those, I mean, could have been, you know, near 450, could be near 450 right now at the age of 27, which, you know, to me, it's a, it's a personal, a massive personal achievement. So, but, you know, we'll, we'll see what the, uh, we'll see what the, uh, the outcome is after a couple of years. Yeah, I was going to say, very interesting though, but uh, I think you you definitely be in the top 10 appearance makers, I would think, for Whitby. I think you'd probably be um, around somebody like Dave McTiernan, who I know made more than 300 appearances. A few more to go to get up to uh, another famous keeper that you've referenced earlier as a, a former assistant manager in Dave Campbell. Uh, and of course, Paul Pittman is the all-time record holder uh, for the appearances and for goals scored as well. I don't think that goal scored will ever be um, ever be topped um in our lifetime um but uh but yes as a as a, a popular member of the of the squad you you mentioned being a fan's favorite and i think especially amongst the younger fans as well shane that um you know you are the 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 player that they they, they want to high five and they want to talk to do you feel a little bit of a sense of responsibility there yeah absolutely i mean you know we 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 see most of the kids on a Friday up the up the sort of school, and you know, I always feel that you have to be that sort of role model um, to these to obviously these kids to to any fan, you know, to, to any fan. Um, you never want to, you know, you know, you never want to let those fans down. Um, I mean, even though, you know, even though with the defeat on Tuesday. Um, Yes, I know it was against Scarborough. And it's it's a local rivalry, but you know, and I know it was the you know the North Riding Cup. Um, but again, it just you know it, it does hurt because you know you see you see young fans at the game and they want they all want you to do well. But even when we do get beat, you know they're still putting their hands out for high fives. They're still shouting your name. And, you know, it, it's great that. We're getting these young kids, you know, young lads, you know, young girls, young lads, um, you know, getting them into the football club and and seeing what the, what the football club's all about, you know, because they could be absolutely vital in, you know, 10, 20, you know, 10, 20 years 
when you know when obviously the game gets more modern, um, and you know, and for, you know, it's unfortunately we don't see the you know the older generation, but they're they're massively important. Um, you know, fans fans young or old, um, you know, we need we need to get more through the door and 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 really push us on for the last eleven games. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it and it is a bigger last eleven games for for Whitby Town. There's some big teams to come to the Torbay Express Stadium, uh, Bamber Bridge on Saturday. But there's Buxton to come as well, which will be a big game. Um, and that big away game on Easter Monday at South Shields. There's still lots and lots to play for. Um, we always say it, it's a bit, become a bit of a cliche when discussing the MPL, but it is so tight. It seems like it's even tighter this time around because there's probably about five or six teams that, that have a chance. Yeah, I mean, for for the years I've played in this league, it's it's probably been the the, the tightest, the tightest um, you know campaign. Um, it's probably been the tight, it's probably the t- probably the tightest uh, tightest campaign in the last decade in this league. Um, you know, I've I've never I've never known it to be. I mean, three. I've never known it for for three teams. In one week to go top of the league, I mean Matlock obviously holding it, and then you know Buxton go, um, Buxton go, t- uh, Buxton go top at the weekend, and then South Shields go top um, midweek. Um, yeah. So it's it, it, it's going to be a, it's going to be really tight at the top. Um, but who's you know the question is who's going to take that last place in the playoffs as well. Yeah. So again, we want we we desperately want to be in there. We've worked so hard this year. Yes, obviously we've had um, some results that haven't gone our way, um, and that and that's not me looking for excuses. But um, you know, it's it's one of those where if we do miss if we if we do miss out, it's going to be by a very very short margin. Um, but again, we just need to do our best to to get our places in there. There's, like you said, eleven massive, massive games. South Shields, Buxton in there, Bamber on Saturday. Um, even you know, even the the away trips, the away trips we've got left. You know, we've got to go to Witten still. We've got to go to Grantham, which is a hard place to go to. Um, Nantwich, you know, a very good football inside. Um, so it's it's going to be a, a very, very tough, long, you know, tough, long running, but. You know, with with this team, I'm 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 always I'm always sure that we can, you know, we can pull together and and you know and have a really good go at it. Absolutely, yeah. Now we talked about your future as a player at Whitby Town and that appearance record. Um, also, what about your future in football in general, boss? It seems like you you really get a kick out of bringing through younger players. You talked about your your, your coaching at Martin, um, and uh, and also with uh, Whitby with the soccer school, etc. Um, I mean, what do you see yourself doing? Do you see yourself managing um, at adult level, a possible future Whitby Town manager, or, or do you see yourself maybe doing more with the uh, the academy side of things? When I'm finished with football, Andrew, I think I'll just go and join the circus, if I'm honest. Um, <laughs> but, you'll, uh, you'll have Jamie Poole to dislodge with his you know, uh, table I mean, balancing. Yeah, I think me and Jamie Poole could, uh, could easily go and join the circus as two clowns. But uh, yeah, I mean, on the serious note, yes. I mean, that is something what I would love to go into. Um, I understand that management is a 
is a very very hard job, um, and it's and it's something not to be underestimated. Um, so it's with management. I mean, I'd love to, you know, I, I would def as a definite, would love to go into you know to a first team football team and and go as in a goalkeeper coach. With the management, it would have to take a lot of thought. Um, you know, to be to be manager of Whitby one day, that would be that would be a you know that would be unbelievable. That would be unbelievable. But again, you know, the future, you know, you never know what you know you know, you never know what the what the future can hold. Um, I know that after football, there'll be so many opportunities. Um, and to be fair, at this moment in time, I don't want to even want to. Um, think about the you know the end the end of my career just yet you know I've got so many years left um you know touch wood that you know we stay injury free yeah um but yeah that is that is probably you know something what we'd be looking at what I'd be looking at as a as a as a person and you know if if, if management is if if management's the the road then so be it um same with goalkeeping coach so yeah I mean you know, but we we won't cut out the circus just yet. <laughs> Always keep your options open. Um, you mentioned it was, yeah. it was Darren Williams who brought you in, Shane, and uh, and then Chris Hardy, um, who you then played under. Um, and of course, we we now have the uh, uh, the current management duo, Lee Bullock and Nathan Haslam. There, uh, you of course. Uh, with uh, Dennis Wheeler involved uh, up until quite recently, uh, uh, training yourself as goalkeeper and presumably working with all these different coaches and managers, uh, little bits of what they do would be rubbing off on you or maybe, you know, sticking um, in, in your brain for the future. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, with the, with the technical, you know, with the technical, I, I would probably say, Overall, it's made me a, a better person. It's made me a better. It's made me um, more of a leader, more of a you know, a, more of a professional, really, um, in what I do. Um, you know, with Dennis, every time he's at the game now, I always, you know, I always say, you know, I always go up to him, give him a hug. Um, I have a lot of time for Dennis. Um, you know, but with with all managers, with all coaches we've had at the club. Um, I've always, you know, I've, I've trusted every single one of them. Um, there's not been a time where I've had a, a fallout with someone. I've never, um, I've never held a grudge with anyone. Um, when pe- when 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 managers have lost the job, um, you know, I've I've always been disappointed in it. Um, I've never been, you know, I've never been, oh, you know, oh, I'm glad he's gone or whatever. I've never been like that. I've always had a time with, I've always had time for. The, you know, previous managers, previous coaches. Um, and I have a lot of time for, for Bully and Nathan. Um, you know, two honest blokes, um, two honest men um, who believe in the side, the, who believe in this side. And, that you know, they believe that we can do, you know, big and, you know, big and better things. Um, so again, like, you know, it's it, with, with the management team, um, what we've got now and previous managers, you know, everyone's been superb since I've been at this football club. Fantastic, Shane. Um, thanks very much for joining us uh, here on the Extra Time podcast with Scarborough College. Yeah, no problem, mate.